everybody. I'm Dan. And I'm Mike. So welcome to the special one-shot edition of 15-Minute Film Fanatics. This is usually the show where we talk about one film that we watch separately and talk about together on the podcast for the first time. But for today's episode, we're very excited. We have in-studio Liz, who runs the Mr. Paul Muni Twitter feed. If you haven't seen it yet, we'll be talking about it a lot. It's one of the greatest, greatest movie feeds on Twitter. It's something we discovered by accident. I was on the Criterion channel one night, scrolling through movies, making lists, because there's always more that you want to see. And I was with my son uh, and my middle school age son. And I said, let's find something to watch. And they had just dropped a, a whole series of Paul Muni films. And I said, oh, there's that great Twitter feed, Mr. Paul Muni. I haven't seen these movies in a long, long time. So we ended up watching um, the story of Louis Pasteur. We end up watching Scarface. We end up watching I'm a Fugitive from a Chain Gang. I text Mike. I'm like, you've got to watch these movies again. We did a double feature episode on Pasteur and Chain Gang. And so then I said, well, we have to try to talk to the the, the mind behind the great Twitter feed. And that's why we have Liz on here today. So Liz, thanks for coming on. And what we want to start with by asking you is, is, you know, people would understand if you had a Cary Grant feed or a John Wayne feed, or Humphrey Bogart one. What is it about Paul Muni that, that drew you to him? And, and what do you think makes him so uh, uh, Twitter-worthy? Okay, well, it's, that's two, two pretty different answers on yep. that. I was drawn to Paul Muni when I was actually undergoing um, a family journey. Our family abandoned its Jewish heritage back in the 20s and 30s. And there's kind of an old saying that the son wants to forget and the grandson wants to remember. <laughs> and so I've been rediscovering, you know, that side of our family, of my Jewish heritage. And I got interested in Paul Muni as a person before I got interested in his movies as a Jewish icon back when there weren't very many in the, that era. As far as what makes him special as a performer versus, I mean, as you say, like some performers like Cary Grant, that's an entry level, you know, everybody loves Cary Grant. <laughs> Paul Muni is more of an acquired taste, like Scotch, you know, <laughs> instead, instead of beer. <laughs> Um, Paul Muni is fascinating because he had a foot in so many different camps in the past, in Yiddish theater, in Europe, in old performing traditions that he then brought to Hollywood. So when you're seeing Paul Muni, you're seeing a performer who's really rooted deeply in traditions of the past. And I think that's the one of the most interesting things about him. Yeah, that, that's fascinating. Uh, uh, Graham Greene uh, called him a protean figure. And I have to say in our in our double feature episode, uh, we did uh, Fugitive from a Chain Gang and we did the story of Louis Pasteur. And I was just struck watching those two movies back to back. I couldn't believe that it was the same actor. I couldn't believe it. Uh, I, had to, I had to watch clips back and forth. I, I couldn't believe the transformation of one actor. Like, I, I think the thing that makes Cary Grant entry level, as you said, as much, I love Cary Grant, right. but he brings his Cary Grant-ness and, a, <laughs> and a, like a force of gravity to the movies that he's in. Mm -hmm. But there was something so beautiful about the way that Paul Muni was able to tr transform himself. I was just wondering if you could 
if you wanted to talk about that or maybe a, another film in which you think he goes on undergoes like a third transformation because we we covered those two and i i'm i'm i want to watch more well he he completely loses himself in the characters that he plays and you know that's that's something deeply rooted in in Yiddish theater. I mean, Yiddish theater is what gave birth to method acting. It's the direct ancestor. And though Muni always denied that he was a method actor, I mean, Scarface could not be more different (laughs) than Louis Pasteur. You know, this crazy, evil, funny, wild person that he plays in Scarface. Then if you take something like Emile Zola, where he- Which is great. He ages from a youth to an old man and this uh, this intellectual figure who's also though very funny in Emile Zola. Yeah. Uh, he, He believed in immersing himself in his characters. He thought he was cheating people if he was just out there being Paul Muni. That wasn't what he wanted to do. It's funny, I think in our when we did our episode on uh, Chain Gang and, and uh, Pasteur, I think one of us said, I forget if it was me or Mike, one of us said, a lesser actor, the beard would have done the acting. You know, but it mm-hmm. just, you know, his 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 yeah. pasted on facial hair, it, he's much, much better than that, where we've seen other actors who just, they get made up as a person, but they're still playing themselves. Yeah, sometimes people focus on the makeup. And when he was in Yiddish theater, he was actually called old man makeup because (laughs) being able to transform yourself was part of what made you a great actor in that milieu. Yeah. You know, they would even make masks, you know, and doing that was part of why he was considered so great when he was in Yiddish theater. It's whole body acting, like you said, in yeah. Scarface. My, my son couldn't believe, he was like, that's the same guy. I'm like, that's the same guy. He's so incredibly physical in his yes. roles. Yeah. Unbelievably great. And it's funny, just a little quick uh, side note, which is kind of funny, is that we just dropped an episode this week on Key Largo. And it wasn't until I started looking up things because I knew we were going to speak today that I did not know Paul Muni was on the, it was the original uh, theatrical production of Key Largo. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, he, he originated the role that Humphrey Bogart plays. Yeah, yeah. So that would have been that would have been terrific to see. So our, our last question for you is: so uh, where should a viewer start? I mean, I mean, you, you are obviously a great admirer of his work, and there's ones you like on different days for different reasons. But what you said before the phrase entry level, what's some good entry level? You know, um, Paul Muni. Well, I think as you guys identified, you know, two of the ones that you have to start with are Chain Gang and Louis Pasteur. I think Chain Gang is his, is his finest movie. And it's one of the great old Hollywood movies. It's still so powerful. Yeah. And of, of the... Uh, historical biographical pictures that he made i think louis pasteur is the most accessible yeah it's it's so timely now about yeah, the, sure. yeah microbiology <laughs> and the vaccines yeah and and he's so charming in it some of the other historical movies are 
the history's not as familiar to us now as it would have been to audiences in the 30s. Is there a, is there a sleeper film of Muties that you would recommend, like one that hasn't been widely seen? Well, I love Commando Strike at Dawn. Sure. And that was one of the ones that the Criterion Channel had. He yes. plays a Norwegian civilian who interrupts his quiet life to start fighting the Nazis. And there's no makeup in this movie. He talks in a pretty normal Paul Muni accent. It's a very accessible, exciting World War II movie, but it it has that ethical underpinning that all of his movies, that he wanted all of yes, his they movies do. to have. Yeah. Absolutely, they do. Absolutely, they do. Well, we urge everybody to go on your Twitter feed, which is at Mr. Paul Muni. We everybody should look it up. It's a great feed to follow. You'll get you and 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 Liz is tireless in promoting Paul Muni. And we've learned so much about him on Twitter. It's what I call an example of Twitter using its forces for good. And so uh we for real. We if, you, if you like us, you're gonna love this. Yeah, really. Yeah. If you like, if you like us, you're you're gonna love this Twitter feed. So we urge all of you to check it out. Liz, thank you so much for coming on the show. We were we were so great to talk to you. And thanks for all you've done to help us learn about Paul Muni. Great well, thank you. you. That was really fun. Thank you. Thanks, Liz. See you later. Take care. Right. Bye-bye. Bye.